Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Moment Post podcast. We're back. Told you we're back. Uh, I'm your host Ross, and with me is Adam again. Hello. And Colin's back this week on a new microphone, sounding all deep and sexy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, James. is that like you are not convinced by that description, Colin? <laughs> no, no. All that was is that I was just opening the internet, and then Billy Joel appeared. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I was hoping that Billy Joel doesn't. You know, you don't hear it on the podcast. What is your home screen if Billy Joel's appearing? No, it was one of my shortcuts. (laughs) Okay, let's not delve any deeper into that. Billyjoel.com. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How's your week's been, Adam? How's yours? Getting ever closer to your wedding? Yeah. Stress? Stressed. Sleeping (laughs) battle. Oh, mate. It'll all be over soon, don't worry. Nine more working days, though. Lovely. Uh, yeah, it'll be over soon, and then it's um, it's easy plain sailing from there, isn't it, Colin? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm uh, sure we've been it. Uh, yeah, I've been there, done that, got divorced, <laughs> but never mind. Don't don't, don't don't let that put you off, Adam. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I'm the anomaly. So, uh, <laughs> well, my dad's done that three times. So, has yeah, he? There you go. He, he must model. have no money. He's, <laughs> he's a very skint man. He's, just, he's an old romantic, he just believes in love. <laughs> well, yeah. How's your week been going, alright? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, I've been uh, out and about, uh, it's, uh, as a lot of people I'm sure listening will know, It's it's been the summer holidays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for children, so anybody with children will know that, well, anybody without children will know that the, the roads are great, <laughs> because you, you can get to work about ten minutes quicker. But... Um, if you have got kids, then yeah, I can also feel your pain. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not easy, is it? And and Ross, you you have a child as well. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm sure you know what I'm uh, what I'm getting on about. Yeah, we're stuck in traffic for about 45 minutes on what would normally be a 15 minute journey the other day. Always fun. Always fun. Anyway, let's uh, begin. You will go to Peppa Pig World, Ross. I oh, know. Never again. Never again. Let's start with the well, way Mr. we can... Mr. Potato there. He's got his own little park. There. Has he? Yeah. I love Mr. Potato. It's a bit creepy, but... Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what he is, but anyway, let's, let's talk about some football. Um, Man City did all right, didn't they? Destroyed Liverpool. Um, Sado Mane had a, an interesting first half. Um we've all seen the pictures we've all seen the, the slow-mos of it the the full speeds of it was it a red card Adam what do you think absolutely yeah <laughs> people have been trying to defend this and yeah even if it's not uh, an infraction against the laws of the game it's still he's kicked a man in the head and he's left his feet <laughs> it's a red card I don't I don't get why people can say this isn't a red card Colin what do you think to it I completely agree with Adam. Um, I'd just like to make a statement now about I don't know who was tweeting from the Man on the Post Twitter (laughs) account when they said it was harsh. Um, Doesn't seem to be reflected in this room, does it? I'm guessing Uh, that would be Liverpool fan Chris, possibly. No, no, Chris tweeted against I think it was Tom. Oh, Oh, yeah, definitely it would be Tom. He doesn't think it was a red card. Yeah, (laughs) of course it was a red card. I mean... I think it's irrespective whether the guy's looking away or something like that. I mean, yeah, your boot shouldn't be six foot in the air. Does he not think there's other people on the pitch? You know, it's it's, 
it was reckless, I think. Um, I think it was because if you think, imagine he got there a fraction of a second earlier and nicked the ball away. Yeah. And then got clattered by by um, the keeper. Mm. Keeper well, was that, off red, red card straight away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not even. It's not even a question. If you're trying to defend it, you want to just have a look at yourself and think. Well, maybe if you get a kick in the face, would you want that man to be sent off at the same time? Probably <laughs> you would. <laughs> I mean, trying to be devil's advocate here. I don't think the guy meant it. No, I don't think it was malicious. I don't think Mane meant it, but oh no, he hasn't. Just... Eric Cantona kicked him. In the <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. So I, I think um, there's some sort of. I'm, I'm not okaying it, but it's there's, there's, there's something there. I don't think it was. It's one of those. It, just, but... it happens. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. Mane wasn't particularly wrong in what he did, but should just you've got to take your lumps. Yeah, exactly. Edison exactly. certainly and, did. And Mane is going to get punished, and in the future, as a result of that punishment, all being well, he won't make that same challenge again. Yeah, exactly. He might think twice, maybe go with your head next time. <laughs> maybe yeah. try and put a little a bonce on it rather than a foot. But Liverpool were already behind when that happened, and it just got worse and worse from there. Two for Gabby Jesus, two for Leroy Sane, and a goal for Aguero completed the route and kind of ended a little run that Liverpool have had over Man City where they've taken I think five points off them last season and six the season before that so good win for Man City even starting with all three fullbacks on the pitch in an odd odd formation that they play but but that was it's working yeah and you could see what what Pep was thinking there in terms of using Danilo as a uh, as another centre back because mm-hmm. that pace and that he needed people who could live with that pace and that Exactly. Liverpool front line, and that's not Vincent Company. No, your fullbacks are probably the quickest defenders. Stick all those three on their attackers. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam, you tweeted the Klopp's mask slightly slipped after the game. What was what was that all about? I felt a little bit when he was getting he was getting snidey with the referee on the pitch, <laughs> and then um, was still in the face of everything. By the point time that they are um, they're giving interviews to. Um, to the media, especially yeah. something that's happened in the first half, they've seen that again, mm-hmm. and he's there insisting that that uh, Mane shouldn't be banned and things should be sorted out, and he shouldn't even need to appear. And I'm thinking, mm. sometimes <laughs> again, again, I just think that sometimes this man is supposed to have, have all this dignity and be this, do you know what I mean? Yeah, revered person. I think sometimes you just got to have a little bit of. Um, Humility and think, yeah, we kicked someone in the head today. He had to to go to hospital. (laughs) But do do you not think that is what a strong manager needs to do? I mean, Alex Ferguson would defend a man like Roy Keane, who who finished a guy's career, right? Now for Hinga Harland. But does he ever defend him in a way that he did did things like that? I can. Oh, yes. He, he, He defended all of his players, it was always someone else's fault. <laughs> I mean, he, he it wasn't even his fault when he kicked a boot into David Beckham's face. <laughs> Beckham's fault for being there. Beckham should have been there. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time. But <laughs> he's been teaching him headers all week on the training ground. <laughs> I I just think it's um, if I was a manager, I think it'd be the right thing to do because you're sort of trying to deflect. Yeah, you all do have attention to defend from the players, player. you, all the time. Yeah. I mean. I mean, you know, we've got two Leeds United fans on the on the podcast tonight. I mean, some of the things Alan Smith did, <laughs> he actually got away with a few of them because Leeds United used the line, "He's he's still young, <laughs> and he he'll learn." Twenty six uh, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I think the manager has to sort of do that um, I think it's far too easy if a manager says oh well yeah yeah alright send him to prison <laughs> do you know what I mean I mean I, I wouldn't want that as a player no true let's move on let's move on to uh, Arsenal they've uh, got some points on the board slowly moving away up the table they've got six points now from four games uh, beat Bournemouth 3-0 Bournemouth on the other hand haven't got any points this season um, four games four losses it's not looking good for Bournemouth Something's just not quite clicking, but this is always going to be a tough 
challenge with Arsenal needing to do something this week, wasn't it? Yeah, and also this is what Arsenal do. They're very good at knocking off a softer opposition after being humiliated. Yeah. This is the perfect game for them, really. Yeah, it is. So exciting. It's like, will they, won't they? (laughs) Better than Ross and Rachel, I think. (laughs) Longest running saga. It's 20 years now. (laughs) (laughs) There's really much else to say on this. Arsenal just did what they should have done. Bournemouth are still struggling to get going this season. But I think, I still maintain Bournemouth will be safe this year. It just needs to to click into place, I think. I think people panicked about Bournemouth at the beginning of last season as well. Yeah. There are worse teams. Definitely. I think maybe I think maybe it's a little bit like we talked about on on um, on our show last week, Russ, about sort of Eddie Howe's methods. I think maybe they just take a little bit of time. So every time you're getting a new group of players together, hmm. maybe tweaking what you were um, what you were doing from last last season, it takes a little bit of time for that to settle in. Yeah, definitely. On that point, see, I, I, I have slightly disagree. Yeah. Go on. I would disagree. I mean, if you look at the Bournemouth lineup. It's, I would say it's quite championship esque, <laughs> and again, sorry to to bore people and go back to Leeds, but they had Lewis Cook on the bench, who yeah, did true. wonders in the England youth team, and he's not getting a game. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Bournemouth are safe. Um, I, I look at that lineup, and okay, you got Jermaine Defoe in there, but apart from that. Is, is Begovic, he... Aki, Mings? I mean, Andefoe's biggest supporter on this podcast, but he is 35, he... almost 36 now. <laughs> yeah, but it depends on Bournemouth. Bournemouth aren't going to want him running around everywhere. Oh, no. That's what King's for. He's a strike partner, I suppose. Yeah. But this is a problem I have, is that if Arsenal are such a basket case, which is what I hear day in, day out, <laughs> then they've just demolished this team 3-0. Right, so what does that make Bournemouth? Mm-mm. Are they are they are they so great that you know it was a wonderful result for Arsenal? No, no one's probably going to give Arsene Wenger much credit for beating Bournemouth three 0 So somewhere along the line, I just think we've got it a bit wrong, haven't we? Are Arsenal bad? Are Bournemouth really bad? Are Arsenal good? And Bournemouth uh, not so good. I, I don't know. Or, or but the but it's, they're all relative, aren't they? Isn't isn't being being bad for our Arsenal is finish is would be finishing fifth. Yeah. Sixth in that maybe it depends on which fans are asking. <laughs> bad for Bournemouth is being relegated. So. Yeah, different levels good, of each thing, a good, isn't it? A good Bournemouth could play a bad Arsenal and still lose the game. Yeah, this, this finished three three last season. Didn't it? With, uh, Arsenal sure. to come back from three one down. Uh, let's move on to uh, Tottenham and Everton, Adam. Um, not the, the best performance, but is it a thing that you mentioned it in that Bournemouth analysis? Then that you kind of just got to tinker what you were doing last season. You got a, quite a lot of new players in that team. Something. Well, just... this is just the car crash I was expecting. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really particularly happy with, with the sort of the football Everton are playing at the moment. I think when you look at that lineup. Yeah. When you just look at those names on the. On on um, a team sheet, mm. tell tell me how they what, what formation they're playing. Uh, a rubbish one. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or rubbish players. So I'd rather that. Well, that looks like a four four two to me, but then it depends if your class Rooney is a striker or not. But if not, then it's a four five one, and with no no wingers really. Exactly. Look F- at five central midfielders. Yeah. Yeah. I that's mean, not uh, how you beat Spurs. For me personally, after what's been all the media in the media about Wayne Rooney and we all know his issues, and maybe we'll come on to that a little bit later, Adam. But it, it certainly wasn't any surprise to me that Wayne Rooney was never going to score at home this weekend. I'm quite surprised he started personally. You didn't get that gag, did you? I just chose to move on home. for it. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Too good for me. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's not scoring home for a long time. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but let's, right, let's, just, cable. 
<laughs> Let, let's just concentrate on that, though. I mean, Adam, you're a devout Everton fan. Rooney, I think you welcomed back from Manchester United. Where do you stand on this whole drink driving thing? And, and by the way, I should... I'm going to be controversial and tell you that it's bad. Well, well first <laughs> of all, I should say, he's, he's saying he's not guilty. Well, mm. the, right, he's fighting it. So he's not a genius, is he? <laughs> Famously, yeah. I'd love to know how you think you can after having failed. I assume that because once you get breathalysed, that's at the side of the road. That doesn't um, that that isn't ever that can't be used in evidence. So I assume you got taken back to the police station. Yeah, and, and a big tested machine. on a calibrated machine where you would have blown positive. And then you have the option to have your blood taken, and I assume you would decline that. <laughs> yeah, or, just because. I, I thought you had to have your blood taken. However, I'm not saying I have any experience in this, but the thing <laughs> is, if you do get pulled over by the police, okay, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, um, and you think you might be a little bit on the limit, if you, if you smoke a cigarette, <laughs> that makes the breathalyzer test null and void. Right. So, so if Wayne has, you know, he's a bit and we know we know he's partial to a, a cigarette or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if he's like, you know, the coppers have pulled him over and he's got like ten fags in his mouth, going. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? That 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 test is going to be inconclusive, and by the time he's got back to the cop shop to have his blood taken, it might have gone out of his system. He's coughed up a lung. We've got ten cigarettes on the go. Yeah, yeah, it's well, yeah. I don't really. He shouldn't have been doing whatever he was doing anyway. Well, no, he's a professional footballer during the season. Yeah, well, yeah. As, a, as, a, as a fan, Adam, what would you do to him? He's been fined, hasn't he? I believe so. Yeah, I'd find him two weeks worth of wages, which is a lot of money. I don't know well, what, what else can you do to him? Really? I mean, you you seem to think that it's 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 quite disgusting, but you seem to be. Yeah, quite happy. It's all right as long as he scores goals. It's okay. <laughs> but it's kind of I. I don't really see how footballers should differ from any other member of the public. I maybe, agree. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like if if I got caught drink driving, I would still go and do my job the next day. <laughs> yeah, true. You probably wouldn't get fined two weeks' wages either. No. Um. <laughs> I, I, I do think that the they the club. Should again, if you find him the, mo- the maximum fine, you can fine him, and then get him doing community work. Yeah, I think that all, all, all those things just sort of could could be the, the closest you can get to a positive out of it. But beyond that, I don't really understand what else the club could do. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, I, the only thing I would add as well, and I think I mentioned this in our private chat that we have between us guys is that I quite take a little bit of comfort from the fact that this has come out because I was a little bit sick in my stomach at the raving about Wayne Rooney for, you know, being England's best ever striker and and all the sort of this sort of good stuff. And, you know, all the accolades it was getting and things like that. He's a good, he's a good guy, right? He's a good player, but, Crikey, come on, he's he, he shouldn't be put up on a pedestal, do you know what I mean? We shouldn't treat him like he's England's all-time leading goal scorer or anything. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Let's move on, well, let's move on, because mm, I don't okay. care about whether you're in your England <laughs> football team. So. Uh, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chelsea beat Leicester, um, Nicola Canto with the winner, um, Jamie Vardy got a penalty, and Morata also scored in the game. Chelsea are making hard work of these games, but they're winning them, and they've got the tactical now to play two or three different styles, and it's it's a good option to have to be able to do that. And a Chelsea fan, a friend of mine, said that their bench now looks a lot stronger than it did a few weeks back, with Hazard on there coming back from injuries, Apicosta, Drinkwater and Willian all available for the bench. So things are looking up for Chelsea. Mm. <laughs> not convinced well I don't know does it really look that oh. <laughs> I'm not sure I agree I agree with everything you said I'm not really convinced sure that bench looks better because Hazard's there 
Um, probably. Zappa Costa's an upgrade on whoever was there before him because he's a very good fullback. I suppose William's yeah. probably been in the first team, but yeah, sticking Pedro, swapping in for Pedro, fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I think the drink, drink water sign is a good signing. It's going to improve them, but maybe they didn't really do as much as they could have done in the window. No, I wouldn't think. I'd, I'd still worry about because you're still looking at that bench now. Yeah. Like, how is that going to withstand to? The... Well, yeah, still got back your eyes, your backup striker, isn't it? We're now playing. It, it's now Saturday, Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, isn't it? We're talking about yeah. Three games in eight days. With Champions League starting this midweek, like. Yeah, true. If a bachelor needs to start scoring goals, or they need to get Costa on a, some sort of crash diet and get back involved <laughs> very quickly. And just sort of like, well, Hazard, he's played. We'll play what twelve minutes. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, you need you need more from him. You still haven't really got an option for to replace Alonso if. An injury to Alonso is a big problem for you. Yeah, Zappacott is a good fullback, but he's more right-sided than left, so yeah. it's a, a definite drop-off there. Yeah, because that the reason Chelsea was so impressive last season was that really those those two defend those two wing-backs played so high up the pitch. Mm. Like you can't replicate that with Aspilicueta playing there. No, he's much more defensive, definitely. It's a strange... I mean, I agree with Adam's earlier ums and ahs. It, 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 everyone's got a sort of feeling that mm, maybe Chelsea aren't what they were before, but at the end of the day, they are champions and they're only one point off the top. Yeah. So. Just keep plugging away, yeah. basically. Going unnoticed for a while. Does anyone else not understand why Leicester won't play in the Acho so much? Like, why does he always have to come off the bench? Yeah, I don't really understand that. It, well, they like spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, they spent a lot of money on that Slimani last season as well, and he's only just got his, I think, his first game of the season. And that grey, whichever grey it is, can never remember which one. Uh, Diamar, it's Diamari grey. Diamari, right? I was getting more confused. Can I, can I make a little Leicester prediction as well? You've been I burned believe... by this before. Let's go back to this. Well, that was mine. I've been burned fifty times. <laughs> 50 pounds uh, I'd like to predict that Jamie Vardy will not be at Leicester after the January transfer window I think someone's going to take a punt on him I can see that I wasn't happy about it but there was talk that Everton were being linked with him in the last sort of week of the window I think other clubs where I can see I think Colin could be spot on there Everton is this is in no means disrespect the biggest team that Vardy can go to I think possibly because he's 30 now and he's, his career is going to start to decline slowly because of the way he plays I mean that's because you're assuming that's including Arsenal still being interested right? <laughs> hey <laughs> I mean the thing is I mean at the end of the day I mean with Everton it does sort of make sense because when Rooney's pissed you can play Vardy <laughs> can rotate the problem is they get, well, they get pissed together <laughs> then you're knackered he never poisoned the dog Hardy <laughs> never poisoned the dog. Um, let's talk about Brighton. Brighton. Brighton got their first win. They beat West Brom. Three-one. Uh, West Brom were... scoring goals like London buses. <laughs> yeah. Pascal Gross with a double, and Tomah Hemed with a goal. Uh, James Morrison for one for West Brom. West Brom started the season very well, but they've not been massively impressive. One-nil wins here and there, and. Uh, this was unexpected. Yes, it was. It's very good for Brighton, though. Yeah. This is what they need. Get that first win. Just get it out of the way, basically. And it alleviates a lot of pressure. Yeah, you still have the problem as well, where, like, where you knew West Brom were in trouble when they're conceding two goals in three minutes or something, whatever it was. Yeah. Sort of... Um, their success is built on their def- their defensive solidity because you look at that team and you don't see a lot of goals in it. <laughs> no, if you're suddenly 2-0 down, you're not in any way uh, any position to fight back from that. No, like a, uh, like to peek behind the curtain, West Brom let me down for an awful lot of money like this week. But 
when when Morrison scored in the 77th minute, I didn't think the comeback was on. <laughs> no, no, you got Rodriguez, who's not played football for three years. Rondon, who's not really any more than a 10 goal a season striker. Just a battering ram up front, isn't he? Yeah, and then Jake Livermore and the new signer from PSG on loan in midfield. Not is that? Not... How, are we just going to refer to him by lots of different descriptive words? <laughs> Everyone listening knows who I mean. <laughs> if you want to try and pronounce it, go for it. Don't. don't... You've, you've forgotten Gareth Barry. Oh, yeah, Gareth Barry, the, the goal machine that he is. Yeah. Did he even get booked? Didn't he? No. Oh, my God, Gareth, what are you doing? This is why you're in the team. <laughs> I mean, that's a very defensive midfield. Livermore Barry and the PSG fella. And I suppose Livermore. Oh, you got Matt Phillips. Mm, yeah. Here's the thing, though, and I think I touched on it in a, a previous podcast, is that, I mean, I'll be honest... I said all three promoted teams from the championship would go straight back down. That's not going to happen, is it? <coughs> uh, I've, no. I could, like, Sunderland are gone now. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that... I mean, I don't know what Ross thinks about this, and maybe we'll come on to the championship a little bit later, but the quality there is not that bad. What uh, hurts you, Colin, is that after... After um, after four games, the you've got three teams who haven't been promoted, who weren't promoted, who are four points off the nearest promoted team. <laughs> yeah, very depressing. A gap opened up in your prediction. Yeah, already four games in. Huddersfield could be top of the table, Colin, can't they? Well, uh, well they don't just score seven goals, but no, they will. They they could be if they score two goals. Well, they'll be joint top, won't they? Because they've Man United got a far superior goal difference, but yeah, they'll be joint yes, top. Yes, but H table. becomes before M in the in the alphabet. So the alphabet top top goals. Yeah, that's why AFC Bournemouth, the cheeky bastards. That's why they're <laughs> always at the top of the table at the start of the league. <laughs> okay, but look at the league now. They're below Crystal Palace, and they're both on zero. And that's it goes A B C. <laughs> Goal difference. <laughs> uh, Watford beat Saints 2-0. Saints have not really uh, started the season. They're in the mid-table position and where, where they probably will finish. Watford continue to be uh, going like a freight chain in fourth currently. Yeah. Crystal Palace must be must be dreaming of having got um, <laughs> having, having got silver in instead of uh, the ball. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's gone badly wrong. Not getting silver, but well, I, don't, I don't know how Watford are doing it because it... they're just playing not even the nicest football. They're just winning games that I suppose they should win. Should they be expected to beat Saints? Maybe not. Not away from home. No. Maybe it's more on the teams they've, been, they've played so far. They got a decent result with Liverpool opening day, and they've just they've just carried on from there, but. Fair play to them. I think they've got a good manager in Marco Silva. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think he's a bit of a... Um, he's got something of the Rafa Benitez about him. I think he's a bit of a miracle worker. Mm. I wasn't uh, sure what you were going to go with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like a Spanish waiter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely a miracle worker. Not Spanish waiter. Um <laughs> Maybe because they're not playing Troy Deeney every game, that they're being more successful. They're actually winning yeah. some games. <laughs> Bring him on for six minutes at the end, that's fine. He's a, a Watford hero, apparently. But um, just, just don't play him all the time. Uh, they've, so, just got, got, they, they appear to be getting goals from all over the team, though, don't they, at the moment? Yeah, which is good. It's, it's always better to not rely on one guy for all your goals. and Maybe the teams just don't know where they're going to come from. <laughs> Let, let, let's just give uh, Watford a bit of a sort of doff our cap, right? Because it wasn't a million uh, miles away when, you know, they were like worse off than Leeds. Do you mm. know what I mean? All sorts of trouble. And they've managed to leapfrog a team like Leeds and Forest and Derby and all those sort of good guys. And All you got to do is write a couple of letters and... <laughs> Well, yeah, but no one expected Watford to stay up. They thought they'd be a yo-yo club. And whatever they're doing, it's working. And I think the thing with Watford is they go 
Oh. I, I don't think people appreciate just how good they are. No. They only just stayed up last season. They're in the top four. Oh my god, we've got Leicester 2017. <laughs> What's <are> we going <laughs> to win the <laughs> They must be 5,000 to 1. I'm going to go have a look in a minute. But but they have a plan, and I hate to say this word, a project. Yeah. Whatever it is, okay, monk. It, it is working, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There's some players that no one else is really even thinking about, and that's that's proving successful for them at the minute. Uh, let's move on to Saturday evening. Um, Man United cost a lot of people some money, I'd, I'd guess. Uh, not being able to see off Stoke, but Stoke fought really well in this, and were certainly not outclassed by any means. Mark Hughes and uh, Mourinho. <laughs> Mark Hughes didn't have a handshake at full time. Yeah, Rose, I didn't I, want to shake it. <laughs> He's got serious issues with handshakes, Mark Hughes. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Apparently, it's because he told Jose Mourinho to fuck off during the game. What does he expect then? I can, yeah. I've got, <laughs> if that's true, I have absolutely no problem with Jose Mourinho not shaking his hand. No. If someone told me to fuck off, I'm not shaking their hand 30 <laughs> minutes later. No chance. Well, no, they fought well. They fought well on this and battled well, and they weren't really outclassed. They they hung with Man United for a lot of the game. The stat show was relatively even. Slightly more possession shots for Man United, but not a, a great deal. And... Uh, this is a good result for Stoke, who a lot of people thought would struggle before the season, but they've kind of kind of got going. And if they can get some goals out of um, Chupo Moting uh, throughout the course of the season, then they could do some good stuff. I oh. well, if I can step in there, I fancied Stoke for this. Yeah, yeah. I think Manchester United are bloated. I think they're massively overrated. You know, they've had a great start, but I'm I'm telling you this, they haven't really. They've had, they've had some patsies to well, play. They're um, still starting Phil Jones, which baffles me. Well, England's Phil Jones. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think Manchester United will get a draw here. I mean, uh, I just think Manchester United are so inflated. I think people think that they're going to be like potential champions, and you've got to look and think how far were they off Chelsea last season? I don't think they're all that. I really don't. Fair, I suppose. Adam, counterpoint. <laughs> um, well, I could counterpoint myself because <laughs> I could say Pogba's amazing, Lukaku is, you know, he's. Yeah. he's it's of goals well. for a very young age. Um, so I'm sort of torn between myself. <laughs> I would just of the title of those title def- those teams with title ambitions is yeah. a better way of putting it. I think that Man United have an awful lot of goals in in them, and are a team that can defend. It's kind of all you need, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just defend, just being able to in this league, just being able to defend a little bit. Yeah, it's it's, it's a big step up on most teams. Yeah, because really? <laughs> um, it's something that something has stuck with me, and Colin made this excellent point. And God, we must be talking about oh, maybe four years ago <laughs> when Alex Ferguson signed Van Persie, and. Colin pointed out that Alex Ferguson was the first would realise that you didn't need to defend to win the Premier League anymore. Well, yeah. Now, I think Man United have as many that, that many goals in them, but the but it's a Jose Mourinho team, hmm. and that's how Jose Mourinho wins Premier League titles. Yeah, it's not flash; it's no. uh, efficient, basically. <laughs> Can I just say that? I mean, well, thank you very much for. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so ha- I'm going to go to bed tonight. Very happy, Adam, after, <laughs> after your your kind words. Um, I said again a few years back that Harry Kane wasn't a flash in the pan, <laughs> and it was only Ross who didn't believe us, Colin. He's only got under one goal. Was it? Over it? He's not that good. Come on. I said I said it was that good, but I just like to take my 
hat off to Marcus Rashford. I I don't think he's found his place yet in Manchester United, but I think he's a great player. Um, both for England and Manchester United. I'm not I'm not convinced. No, I will disagree. At, at, at current time, I don't think he's a... He, he can go on to be a, a great player, but I think he's a little bit too much head down, run towards the goal, and then kind of not really think about what to do at the end of it. Especially in the I mean, England he's, performance he's in the week. Yeah, he's really young. I think, I, I, I think he's got time to learn, but yeah, I, was, I, think, I think he's got super potential. Oh, I wouldn't disagree with that comment. Mm. But I would say that, a bit like Ross said, I think that... Um, his decision making leaves a lot to be desired, as evident in the um, the England game. Yeah, and I think that um, yes, he scored a fantastic goal. But how many shots did he take? To it was almost like he um, he was trying to dig himself out of a hole. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to dig. That, I'm going to dig myself in a hole. <laughs> and can I make a prediction? Go for it. Within four years, he will be either playing for Real Madrid or Barcelona. Oh, it's a big hole. Oh, you read it here first. Time check that. Forty-two minutes into the episode three hundred and nine of Man of the Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Super Sunday. Um, it was super. It was a Super Sunday, wasn't it? Burnley won. Crystal Palace nil. Again. <laughs> I can, I, can see, I can see a Tom tweet from about two miles away. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Wood scoring goals in Premier League that's that's good isn't it Colin that's, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> fair play to him we've got 15 million we've got a replacement who's scoring as well fair play to him I mean, that's his job yeah what's done to him yeah I don't I don't mind it too much yeah, I do mind it quite a bit um, Paris on the other hand they were, <laughs> look absolutely terrible and can't seem to get anything going at the minute and I mean, they had a, they just can't score a goal. They had 23 shots in this. Colin, um, read out your point from the chat because it's spot on. Um, I need I need to get my mobile phone. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> bear with me. Um, they, they, also, they, I I I think um, Burnley deserve a bit of credit, especially Sean Dyche. Mm. Uh, Burnley are not a lucky team to be in the Premier League, in my opinion. No. I think they've got it about right, and I'd. Uh... It's really annoying, this. <laughs> really annoying. Not what did I say? <laughs> right, here's the text that I sent. Um, and guys, this is in the private chat between the guys on Manual Post. I said, My thoughts on Crystal Palace. Steve Parrish is a football fan. He wants the club to move on from direct football as football. Pardew played direct and did well. Tried to make it sexy and wasn't given time. Sam Allardyce came in, saved them, but with direct football. Now he's got Frank De Boer, manager who likes to play, and we're back in the Pardew scenario. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Parrish doesn't know what he wants. He brought De Boer to the club, so if he gets a chop, surely it's Parrish's fault. I said having a fancy manager is all good and well if you have a if you have wanky players <laughs> then it won't work. Lord Ferguson, Howard Wilkinson, Howard Kendall weren't fancy managers, but they had great players. They were winners. Great manager, shit players equals shit performance. Think Capello and the England squad. Yeah. <laughs> that was a spot on part of it. Well, yeah. Apart from maybe Capello wasn't a top manager at that point. <laughs> no. Well, Allardyce has already said they can go away if they sack the ball. He's not coming back because he's not getting a relegation on his record. So he's already given up <laughs> hope for Palace to staying up this year. <laughs> I mean, talk about believing in yourself. <laughs> Do you say the more times I come back, the more chance I'm going to get relegated? <laughs> yeah, definitely he doesn't believe in himself like, anymore. He says that like he thinks it's as big an accolade like... Like they can put, they'll put Alex Ferguson into the Hall of Fame with his <laughs> however many Premier League titles, and that will just be just one, maybe one notch below him, Sam Allardyce. Yeah, never relegated. So many seasons, never relegated. Like, come <laughs> on. Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything, does it? It's not a trophy. No. 
Arsene Wenger can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, he's never been relegated, and Arsenal fans are furious all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got. Oh, I think I I think do think the ball should be given time. He's got the makings of a nice team there. He's got some quite talented players, but he's also still dealing with a lot of the uh, Allardyce and Pardew era as well. So it's it's going to take more than one transfer window to completely reverse it. Absolutely. Just to, but Colin's absolutely right. Parish can't decide what. Well, what Parish wants is nice football and Premier League football, and he he's he he realizes that every time he tries to get one, he risks the other. Yeah, <laughs> he's one happy medium somewhere, Steve. Yeah, just okay football and mid-table finishes. That's what you should go for. Final game, I mean, Super uh, Sunday. J- j- sorry, oh, just cool. on that as well. I mean, at the end of the day, De Boer's been given a three-year contract. Yeah. Expensive. So Paris, yes. Expensive indeed. <laughs> and if he gets rid and it's the old question, if you get rid of him, who are you gonna get in? Oh yeah, exactly. Padre's available. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're probably off Rafa the job. But then uh, Rafa's team won today, one nil, thanks to Jamal Lascelles uh, away at Swansea. Newcastle now uh, up to tenth in the table, mid table. Mike Ashley's over the moon probably at that. Uh, I didn't see this because I'm not particularly interested in either of these two teams. But yeah, I didn't want to stick pins in my own eyes. No. <laughs> I imagine it was about as exciting as the score suggests. Um, Swansea had a lot of the ball, as you can expect. Newcastle somehow had more shots, and they did so. Lots of the ball, but not much end product. Newcastle have one USP, which is a unique selling point. I think. <laughs> is it the Spanish uh, waiter? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish waiter in charge of them. It's it's Rafa. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's obviously not very happy, especially after the transfer window. Um I I rate Rafa Benitez very, very much and I think he could do better than Newcastle United. Oh, but yeah. I'm not I'm not putting Newcastle United down there. I'm I'm putting Mike Ashley down. Yeah. Right? Because he hasn't given him the support that he needs. Because um, I don't think Newcastle United are a million miles away from getting relegated. It's only the manager that I think is sort of <sighs> keeping them up. Um, but I tell you what, if if a managerial position came up, I would be gone. In the Premier League, he'd take him out that door like a fucking rabbit out of a trap. He'd be gone. He would be gone in no time. Let's talk about some championship football, Colin. This season's going all right, isn't it, for Leeds? Started not, not too bad. Shh. <laughs> Whisper it. Let's not, let's not talk about it. I mean, we're still fucking behind Neil Warnock, somehow. Unbelievably. But um, apart from that, that's the only downer for me in this entire season so far, is that he's still unbeaten, the useless twat. But, yeah, we looked very impressive. Again. I know it's only Burton Albion. Fine, they're probably going to get relegated this year. They're not very good. Um, as Nigel Clough put it, um, but we had not th- bad. Nah, they had one shot, and it wasn't on target yesterday. We had oh, well, thirty. Oh, yes, <laughs> they, were, they, were, they, were, they were bad that day, but they, they stayed up last season, didn't they? Yeah, they do already have the worst goal difference in the league, and they're in the bottom three currently. So it's going to be a long season for them, but they probably can still up. But then they've sold Jackson Irvin, who's gone to Hull, who was a good player for them last year. And if you will employ Luke Varney, these things will happen to you. <laughs> of course. Um, I mean, what was it that Nigel Clough said? He, he just couldn't defend his own team, could he? He just said something like, along the lines of Leeds was just great. They were just like a good team. Yeah, he said as if uh, it's not nice to lose 5 0, but you have to hold your hands up sometimes and say the opposition were excellent and we were not very good. <laughs> One of those I days. Mean, cre- credit, credit to Clough for that. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, he's previously beaten Leeds eight out of nine times that he's played us, so I was happy, certainly. I mean, if, we, if we're going to talk about Leeds for a little second, it's a very strange feeling. It's not about as if we've bought X, Y and Z and they're very expensive players and that's where all the goals are coming from. Yeah, It just seems like there's something... A unity, like a team spirit about it. It's it sort of, I mean, maybe this is before your time, Ross, but it smells a little bit about what Wilkinson did 
no, when yeah, they're yeah, in the same yeah. division. And it, it, there's something there, isn't there? They it's seem the, to. It's the Bremner thing, side like before self. Yeah, they seem to enjoy it, and uh, I think it was what thirty-three thousand at Leeds. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. A championship game, is it? Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a nice, a nice playing some nice football. Thomas Christensen's had the best ever start to any manager, uh, any Leeds manager's career for eight games, only well, unbeaten, and uh, and you see two goals. That was in the first game of the season, five clean sheets in a row. I was slightly worried about not bringing back Carl Bartley this year, but Liam Cooper looks a man rejuvenated, and Pontus Janssen is the hero that he is. But moreover, the, the work of Phillips and O'Kane in midfield are just—they're just stopping balls getting anywhere near the goal as well. So it's the whole team's defending and the whole team's attacking, and this goal's coming from everywhere. It's—I was obviously I was a massive Chris Wood fan. Selling him was heartbreaking, but there's 15 million pounds coming into the club, and it's opened up more opportunities for goals from elsewhere, and it's, it's working so far. Yeah, and, and uh, Felix Vidvel or Vidvold. Yeah. Um, however you want to pronounce it, you know, as a goalkeeper, I mean, a lot of people said that uh, maybe he should be the number two. Mm. He's had six saves to make this season. Yeah, he's, he's basically sat on his backside. Yeah, he, he needn't have been there yesterday. He took he's one goal won- kick, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> yeah, it makes uh, a change. It does make a change, you know, from. Goalkeepers having to save us. <laughs> yeah, Rob, Rob Green was the hero last year. Yes, yes, absolutely. Arguably, um, one of Leeds' best players, if not the best player. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the Championship, Villa drew with Brentford. I always like to keep a track of what Villa are up to, and they're in 18th, so that's lovely. Um, Sheffield Wednesday Ross beat Nottingham Forest. Just, Ross, just on Villa, because um, yep. I know it's it's close to your heart. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if you saw, I only saw the highlights. But. Yeah. They looked a shambles. <laughs> good. good, good. It, it was it was very robotic. It, I mean, I'm a big John Terry fan, but <laughs> not 2017 Aston Villa John Terry though. I don't think he's a million miles away from playing with crutches. <laughs> he's he was so slow. It was robotic. It was, and I'm telling you now, I don't. I don't think Steve Bruce is on a, an easy footing. No, they've brought in a lot of players that aren't really the kind you need to get out of this division. Like Snodgrass and uh, is a good, very good player. Um, Al Mohamed is on the bench. Well, yeah, they brought him on after an hour, but he's, he's a very good player. But he's not going to fire you out of this league. He's a he's a nice part of a, a title-winning team. Glenn Whelan's old. John Terry's old. There's no, no there's no goals in that team, which is a problem for them. Steve Bruce is old. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, Middlesbrough beat Bolton 3-0 Brett Asamblonga got two finally repaying some of that money that they paid for him Sheffield United continue their great start Billy Sharp is uh, leading the line he setting up Clayton Donaldson for two on his debut after joining him from, on deadline day so they're going, they're going nicely Sheffield United Only... legend Billy Sharp brilliant <laughs> I like great him. guy uh, and in League 1 Pompey won I think I think they beat Wimbledon I'm not sure we don't care because Greg and Tom aren't here we got five minutes, gents, before we finish. Let's talk about some gossip, shall we? Window shut, so I'm not really seeing the point of it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to the Daily Star on Sunday, Adam, tell me if you think this is true. Arsenal have agreed in principle to sign Thomas Lamar, um, and he will sign a five-year deal in January, worth 250 grand a week. No. <laughs> it's not, not like they're going to have that Champions League football you wanted between now and January, is no, it? No, exactly. <laughs> you can't even convince them with the break because it comes back in February. Uh, Colin, tell me if you think this is true, reported by The Sun on Sunday, that Pep Guardiola and his Man City team are targeting Toby Alderweireld with a £60 million bid. Hmm. I, I wouldn't say it's not true. but No, it's not like they can't spend that money. I'll tell you the bit I think about that, that isn't true, is the £60 million. Pounds. <laughs> More? Not because... I, 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 well, I thought that from a... Um, a, uh, a Tottenham fan at work told me that when that if um, Advil doesn't sign a new contract this season in the last year of his contract he has a £25 million release clause oh nice <laughs> clubs are going to be licking their lips at that aren't they especially City yeah because yeah, well, the company's 31 now and he's not getting any quicker Advil is four years younger 
It's going to get out of an awful lot of money, isn't it? If players only have to pay £25 million. Oh, yeah. yeah. His signing bonus can be huge. Uh, West Ham believe highly rated Napoli coach Maurizio Sarri is a man to replace Slavon Bilic. Hopefully Bilic is uh, unaware of this because he's still employed by West Ham. Never heard of him personally, but we'll see. Can't be any worse than Bilic is doing at the minute. That's not necessarily a bad rumour. No? Um, I mean, I, mean um, I presume you've heard that uh, Slavon Bilic is in a little bit of hot water because he found it very entertaining when a journalist called Golden Sullivan the dildo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's not in the uh, the good books. Um, I would just say the arrogance of the British press that a manager would leave Napoli to yeah. manage Ham. <laughs> yeah. As if they were... That's oh, Premier League Adams, the best league in the world. True. Free dildos. <laughs> exactly. All the dildos you can ask for. Um, yeah, there's not really much gossip because the window's shut and no one really cares. So let's end this podcast. Until next week, we will be back, of course, next week with another podcast. Uh, Chris will be back with his guys on Thursday or Friday this week. Uh, he's also got an interview with the India national manager. Um, going to be released tomorrow. Um I've not listened to or edited yet, but he said it was good. So I'll take his word for that. That'll be out soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post, of course, and you can follow me at Ross Bell 1984. You can follow Colin at Cass 707. That's it. And Adam is Adam SA 101. I got your numbers confused then. All right. <laughs> um, Adam, this is the last po- Well, next week will be your last podcast as a technically single man or unmarried yeah. man, I should say. Yeah. As a non-married man. Non-married man. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you. I think. Yeah, I think that's the right thing. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll of course be there, so there'll be no podcast unless Colin wants to host uh, for a couple of weeks um, after next week, uh, while we're we're away sunning up in Cyprus. All-inclusive holiday with the family and wedding involved. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Um, you can follow us. Yeah, Twitter done that. You can find us on iTunes. Leave us a rate and review. But if the best thing to do is just subscribe to the podcast on every device you can. Find their podcast player. Find their podcast app and subscribe to Man on the Post if it's not already. The more subscriptions, the higher up the charts we go, and the higher up the charts we go, the more people find us, and we're all one big happy community. Mm-hmm. Until this week, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. And goodbye from Adam. Bye. And always remember to have your man on the boost. Bye.